Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. Appreciate it. Um, you know, today I'm just going to kind of talk about what we've seen so far, like what's going well for the Pirates. I know it's early. Um, there have been some really encouraging um, things <laughs> that have come up, uh, you know, over the over the, essentially the four or five um, uh, four games that they've played. Um, some guys that are really... Uh, you know, making a push to make this this big league roster, and some guys that are kind of floundering. Um, we'll take a look at them, um, and we'll kind of talk about what you know what holes the Pirates still have, and obviously, <laughs> plenty. I mean, <laughs> they, they're not they're not a contender at the moment. Um, you know, so there are obviously some holes, but being realistic and what the Pirates can and, and will do. Um, you know, what, what, what could they do to, to kind of make this roster, um, a little bit better, um, moving forward and, and little things that, that wouldn't even cost, you know, that much. Um, but, uh, before we do any of that, let's have a message from Anchor. So what's going, what's going well for the Pirates? You know, the spring training so far, they're three and one, um, yeah, granted, yes, I am well aware that it is spring training and not to put a whole lot of stock into this. Um, however, it's nice to see. I mean, baseball's back. That's one big thing that's that's good, um, you know, and very welcome, you know, being able to, to, to see baseball again. If, um, you know, spring, summer's coming. Um, but, you know, some of these guys are, are playing really well. Um, you know, I, I see that, you know, some guys have made some tweaks, um, you know, some guys are business as usual. Um, you know, what, so what's going well for them? Uh, A couple things that have really stood out to me. And the number one is of course, what, you know, pirates, Twitter, and, uh, you know, everybody's just drooling over this guy, um, O'Neill Cruz and, and man, you know, I saw that I've seen him play live and like, I was super close to him. Um, the one, and this is a, this is a big dude. <laughs> uh, he's very tall. Um, you know, and man, does he have pop. Um, you know, so far he's hitting 600 for the spring, uh, two home runs, you know, both the, apparently the patented O'Neill Cruz home runs of, you know, Golf shots, he sometimes has to drop to a knee to get, which is absolutely insane. Um, but man, he's exciting. Um, do I think he'll? Do I think he starts the season in Pittsburgh? I don't think he does. Um, I I would be fine if he did. I mean, you know, give him a look. But like the fact that the Pirates still have so many middle infielders um you know at the the upper level you know in the big leagues some triple a guys um you know i think service time wise i think you got to you maybe keep crews down for a little bit um uh, to get that extra service time out of them because some of these other guys are are doing pretty well um and i think some of them deserve to get a, an extended look and, and not just necessarily to determine where they are, you know, uh, in the future plans. Um, but if they have any trade value, um, the pirates are still going to be dealing. 
I, I say this pretty much every every podcast or every episode that the Pirates are not done dealing. It's gonna happen. This is gonna be the norm um, for a team like this, where they're constantly looking to uh, offload some guys because they have talent coming up through the system um, that that's giving them a push. And you know, you trade from your strength, um, and, and middle infield is is where the Pirates are are pretty loaded. Um, so you have a guy like Kevin Newman. Um, you know, Kevin Newman has, you know, not lost um, the shortstop job. Um, I, I still, I still believe that there's a, there's a, there's a hitter in there. Um, I think the new, uh, you know, Andy Haynes, the new batting, uh, yeah, batting hitting coach um, might be what, what Newman needs to get back on track. Um, when Newman doesn't try to do too much, um, you know, just be, just be comfortable slapping the ball t- over the second baseman's head. If Newman can get comfortable just doing that, I think that could be pretty automatic for him. And that could get him back to, um, you know, that 2019 stats, you know, the three over 300, um, 12 home runs. Uh, I, I think that, I think that, there's more to Newman than what we've seen in 2020 and 2021. Um, with that being said, you know, I think that Newman, ha- you know, get him, if you get him playing time and he can kind of stay, you know, on track and, you know, he had an awesome spring last year. Um, you know, so far this spring, you know, he's hitting, uh, he's hitting 500. Now granted he's one for two, but still, um, you know, Newman could be trade trade bait. You know, he's not going to pull in a big haul, but a, dif- uh, a good defensive shortstop, you know, a guy that could play second base if you need him to. Um, you know, if he could get that, be a little bit more consistent at the plate, get that, get that down, um, he has some value there. And, you know, if he can get back to being on track to be that 300 hitter, he may have value for the pirates moving forward um you know be able to to play here uh you play in pittsburgh a little longer but um if you could get ideally get him up in that adam frazier uh mode um you know and then you know hopefully you know trade him at the at the deadline or you know wait till the off season whatever i i think i think newman deserves to play more and you know cruz granted cruz is flash like cruz is pop and just that big guy um he's the future and you know he's gonna be up here in pittsburgh at some point um yeah i don't i like i said i don't i wouldn't be upset if he started at shortstop if the pirates are ready to move on um you know so be it you know from kevin newman and um you know want to get him in there but i really think that cruz is going to end up playing somewhere else um, in the field. Um, so I think you send them down to AAA, give them some time in the outfield, um, to get a little bit more, you know, versatile, um, and then call them up later in the year. Uh, the other guy that is also kind of murking, um, you know, muddying up the waters here is, is Cole Tucker. Um, Cole Tucker came on strong at the end of, of last year. Um, 
that was very encouraging to see. I, I think Colt, there's there's ability here. Um, you know, will the new will Andy Haynes be able to get this out of him? It's possible. Um, you know, so far for the spring, he's he's two for five, sitting four hundred. Absolutely crushed a ball. Um, you know, for for a homer there in in the, the first game. Um, of the spring. So that, that's good to see. I, I think Cole Tucker and Newman deserve more time. Um, you know, because the pirates aren't contending this year. You know, if you can get them playing to where they're, you know, even if they're just like league average type players, they could fetch you something, you know, via trade. Um, so, I, I think that I, I, I'm impre- I've been impressed with Cole Tucker's a- approach at the plate. Um, you know, he's been hitting the ball, you know, hit that ball very hard. Um, so those are two guys that, you know, haven't lost their jobs yet. Uh, I know a lot of people would, on uh, Pirates Twitter, would love to see Cole Tucker get DFA'd. I don't think we're there yet. I, I think it's... Um, I think it's early for that. Now, you know, if he stays, you know, come stays with the big league club, um, and falters, you know, it pulls like a like a Anthony Alford from last year, where you know just abysmal, um, and you can sneak him through. Great, you know, if he gets claimed, oh well, you know, maybe, maybe you can pull some kind of trade for you know a you know a lower level lottery ticket guy or, you know, another prospect from another team that just really kind of needs a, um, a change of scenery. Um, you know, I, that, that could be another possibility, but, um, I've been impressed with Cole Tucker. Um, you know, you know, I, I think that you keep him and, and Newman up, send Cruz down and just give Cruz a little bit more time. Um, he'll be up at some point this year. Um, if he goes down and absolutely lights it up, and Newman and Tucker, or Newman and the Newman and Tucker that we've seen um, over the past couple years, then you know absolutely bring him up, move on. But um, I still think we need more time there. Um, so th- those are a couple guys so far that you know I've been really, um, I've been really impressed with. Um, the other thing I've been impressed with is, is uh, you know, some of the pitching. Um, you know, has been uh, on point. Um, we've had some guys get kind of hit around a little bit. Will Crow started that first game with a, a rough um, first inning, but he settled down. Um, the guy that I liked out of that whole thing, uh, a couple of them, obviously, uh, Jared Eikhoff. Uh, Jared Eikhoff went three innings, gave up a hit, one walk, two Ks. I had been uh, kind of wondering and, you know, I guess campaigning uh, for the Pirates to go out and get a veteran starter to mix into this rotation, uh, you know, with with the youngsters and, you know, just get a, a, a veteran arm in there to kind of eat innings. Uh, that might be Eikhoff. Uh, I don't know what they're planning on doing with Eikhoff. I actually, you know, I want to see Eikhoff pitch um, again uh, this spring, obviously. And I think that if he pitches like he did 
the other day, if he can duplicate that, you know, he could be the fifth starter in this rotation or, you know, be that long guy in the pen. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they do. It was interesting the other day, what little I heard, I heard of it because my, my kids decided to talk the entire time. Um, was uh, Dewey Robinson in there talking about pitching development and um, talking about, you know, maybe we have guys that aren't necessarily five-inning guys, but they're, um, you know, guys that can go like three innings. Um, give the team, a you know, a chance to win. And that that's, that might be Eikhoff. Um so, you know, he's had success before. He's had a couple rough years, injuries, and just not being able to get it together. Um, but he could be an option for them. Um, I like seeing these young prospects pitch. Um, Kyle, or yeah, Kyle Nicholas looked um, looked great. Um, Adrian Florencio. I really like Florencio. I, I think he. Um, I'm really. I'm really interested to see what he does this year, um, assuming he goes. Um, you know, assuming he goes up. You know, another level. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in Altoona at some point because he is. He is kind of on the older side for being an A ball. Um, he's kind of a late bloomer, um, but you know he. Um, he looked he looked really good. Um, I I like him a lot. I think that um, you know he could be one of those not really necessarily under the radar guys anymore because you know what with what he did last year um, for Bradenton, people kind of started to catch on to him. Um, but but yeah, I mean he he's a pretty um, interesting guy to watch. Um, you know, before he got drilled in the leg, let's talk about Mitch Keller. Um, Mitch Keller, um, you know, looked, he still had some command issues, but the one thing that I noticed, you know, obviously the velocity is up a little bit. Um, but the, the one thing that I really noticed was he wasn't like dancing around, you know, he wasn't, um, he wasn't trying to get too cute with his pitches. Like, uh, last year, you know, he was going full count on so many guys and just basically throwing himself out of the game by, th- you know, with so many pitches. Um, I didn't, I got the feeling by watching him that he, that, that, that wasn't, that wasn't there. Like he, he I'm hoping that he's kind of worked that out. And I think that comes with, you know, confidence in your stuff, listening to the coaches. Um, you know, I, I think that. I'm really excited to see what, where Mitch Keller goes this year. This is a make-or-break year for him. Um, he's either going to be in the rotation at the end of the year and moving forward, or um, or he, you know he's not. And I, I think this this year could spell um, could, could if he struggles, it could be the end of his tenure in the Pirates rotation. They have too many prospects coming up at this point um, that they don't really necessarily need to to settle um, and, and force um, Mitch Keller out there if he's just not producing. Could he be a bullpen guy? Maybe. Um, I'd like for him to be a bullpen guy. I'd love for him to have, you know, get uh, 
a little bit more fine-tuned with his command. Um, but all in all, I, I liked what I saw out of him. Um, and, of course, um, Michael Burrows. This kid, um, I like Burrows a lot. Uh, I think Burrows... Burroughs is going to be fun to watch. That he's going to you know slide in most likely to that Altoona um, rotation, which will just be absolutely insane uh, and fun to watch uh, this year. Um, but you know, two innings, struck out a couple guys, didn't give up any hits, no walks. He just was really efficient um, and, and just went at guys. So like that was that was nice. That was that was good to see. Um, You know, that game against Toronto, pitching wasn't quite as sharp. Bryce Wilson uh, had a rough day. Uh, he got hit around quite a bit. Didn't walk anybody, but he was, you know, serving up meatballs. Um, Dylan Peters before that was Dylan Peters. I mean, he gave up a couple runs, but he wasn't, he didn't walk anybody. He gave up a long ball, and I think that's basically Dylan Peters. Um, so like with, with those two, I don't know where either one of them, I, I I don't think Bryce Wilson has lost his job by any means, but Dylan Peters, he needs to, you know, get some things together and, you know, show consistency. Um, you know, all in all, gave up two hits and, you know, one of them being a home run that led to his two runs. Not the worst. He only pitched two innings. So, you know, going forward more innings, you know, it might be, you know, more better results from him. Um, I like Dylan Peters, but, um, yeah, uh, Contreras, um, you know, pitched an inning, uh, walked a guy, struck out a guy. He looked like Contreras. The velocity was up, uh, which is going to be interesting, uh, to watch, um, to see if that is a real thing or not. Um, if that's sustainable, uh, I, I think, you know, Contreras starts the year in AAA. I think he'll be up. Um, soon with the Pirates. Um, and then, you know, Zach Thompson, he struggled out of the gate, but he really settled down. Um, so that was good to see. But then yesterday was a lot of fun uh, to watch those prospects um, pitch. Uh, you know, Quinn Priester struggled a little bit with command, uh, but... Didn't give up any runs. Uh, Cody Bolton struck out two in the inning he pitched. Cody Bolton if it was was the one guy who I absolutely would have hated to lose in the Rule Five. Now there were other guys that it yeah it would have been less than ideal to lose. I think you know Tanaj, uh Thomas. You know he went an inning, walked two guys, struck out a guy, but didn't give up any hits. Um, you know, I, losing him that, you know, I think the potential's still there, uh, you know, with him, if he can get that command down. Um, but you know, Cody Bolton, I think could be a part of this pirates rotation. Um, and, and a big piece. I, I think he, I like him. I like the potential that he has more than like Brubaker and of course, Dylan Peters and Bryce Wilson. Um, you know, I think Cody Bolton is a, you know, mid rotation floor. Um, you know, if he 
you know, he hasn't pitched really competitively in a while due to injury and, uh, you know, COVID and everything. But um, you get him up there, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what Cody Bolton does this year. Um, but, you know, you had uh, De Los Santos pitch, um, didn't give up any runs. Cam Alder didn't give up any runs. Um, you know, they did now they were facing minor leaguers. I get that, but still. Um, nice outings from, from all of those guys. Um, now who's not doing well? And I mentioned some of the struggles that some of the starters have. I'm not real. I wouldn't be real concerned about those at the moment. Bryce Wilson getting pounded like he did was probably the, the biggest, um, I don't, I don't want to say red flag, but biggest concern, I guess. Um, that I had, but, um, oh, and Brian Reynolds, I'd go and kind of backpedal a little bit. Brian Reynolds is Brian Reynolds. He's, he's here. He's playing like Brian Reynolds plays. Um, that's always (laughs) good to see, uh, you know, but you know, he's hitting 500, you know, he looks in, you know, mid season form, like he looks good. So what's not going well for the Pirates? Or who's not performing like you would ideally like them to see? Or like to see? One guy right now that I feel is on the cusp, you know, of losing his job um, is Anthony Alford. Anthony Alford is, you know, now, again, very small sample size. Five at-bats, right? But he's striking out a ton. You know, he was uh, yesterday 0 for 3, did walk, but he also struck out twice. Um, you know, Anthony Alford, the Pirates, you know, need um, would need outfield um, depth. Um, Alford, if they have to DFA him, would he clear waivers this time? I mean, maybe, probably. But do they need him anymore? And I don't think they do. I think that if Alford gets designated for assignment, clears, wouldn't be surprised to see him go elsewhere. Um, the Pirates have guys in AAA. Um, they have guys, you know, that are you going to, do you want to see more Anthony Alford? Or do you want to see Cal Mitchell? Or do you want to see uh, Kenan Smith and Jigba? Um, or Jackson Winsky, guys like that. I'm going with the other guys. Um, Bly Madrice, um, you know, he's he hit a nice home run the other day. You know, he's, you know, is he a top prospect? No, but he could be a serviceable, um, you know, outfielder for the Pirates. You know, you know, fourth outfielder going forward um, or more. He's got pop. Um, I like, I've always liked Madrice. Um he just, you know, hasn't taken his game to the next level, I guess is what I'm I'm thinking anyway. Um, but I, I think we will probably see him kind of uh, like like a Troy Stokes type guy that, you know, from last year, they, you know, out of, you know, with injury and just, you know, you need a guy in there. I think Madrice will get a call at some point. Um, but Anthony Alford, 
you know, he needs to show that that he can hit. And, you know, he has a small period of time to do so before games start. If he continues to struggle, I don't see the Pirates, you know, I don't I really don't see them settling with him based on the fact that they have all these other guys with versatility um that are younger and that they might want to see more of. Um, uh, Dan Vogelbach has yet to have a hit for the Pirates. Um, you know, he's walked, um, but like, he's not really striking out. He's doing Dan Vogelbach things. I'm not <laughs> necessarily worried about him, but he is struggling. Um, Like, as far as, like, the hitting goes, I don't have... I'm not really overly concerned with anybody yet. A lot of the the prospects, um, you know, they're not playing a ton, so, like, their stats are, are pretty low. But you have, you know, Pagaro's hitting 200 so far. Um, Smith and Jigba has yet to get a hit. Um, you know, Nick Gonzalez is hitting 333 but then Matt Frazier is um is not hitting yet striking out um but again these guys are all guys that are heading to minor the minor leagues um and we we realize that so all in all it's been a pretty it's been a pretty good start for the pirates um I'm excited to see what they what they do, you know, in games. Moving forward, get a look at um, uh, Jose Quintana today. Um, that'll be cool. Um, you know, finally get to to get him in a Pirates uniform, you know, out there on the field, see what he can do. Um, but you know, uh, you know, the Pirates. You know, reassigned some guys to their minor league camp today. Um, none of them were real big surprises. Just your your typical your guys that you knew weren't going to um, make the club. One of them was was Travis Swaggerty, and I'd like to. And a lot of people on on Pirates Twitter and social media, you know, that was like a not a it was a head scratcher, but at the same time, we get it. Like we get why he's going down to AAA. But we didn't get to see him in any games. So are they just being cautious and not rushing him? Um, you know, he is coming back from injury. Uh, you know, it'd be I'd like to see what that what a report on that would be, but you know, that's something that who knows if we'll if we'll actually get that. Um from the pirates. They aren't always forthcoming with those types of things. Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Does it mean that the Pirates should just sit on this roster, right? And not make any additions? Absolutely not. I would like to see them add another veteran starter. I know I said earlier that. You know, I thought maybe Jared Eikhoff could slide into that role. Um, but I still wouldn't mind seeing them add 
somebody else. Who is that somebody? I don't know. The guys that I was kind of looking at, you know, Tyler Anderson, um, you know, that he just signed elsewhere. Um, I believe I saw Kyle Davies sign somewhere else. Um, he was another guy who I kind of thought could have um, slid in there for the Pirates in the rotation. Been in, or, I'm sorry, Zach Davies, not Kyle Davies. Get those two mixed up for whatever reason. But Zach Davies was a guy I thought the Pirates might go after. Um, there's still guys available. Um, I don't know, you know who really fits in or if it's worth going out and getting anybody else. Um, but um, you know they're there. Um, I think as far as position players go, I, I don't think the Pirates add anybody else. Um, I think they have an, they have enough going on there. Um, maybe somebody on a minor league deal. Um, but again, I don't. I still would like to see Tommy Pham. If you're deaf, if you know, if Anthony Alford isn't going to work, um, I'd rather see them sign a Tommy Pham, put him out there, um, mix in Greg Allen when you need to. Have him be your your fourth guy. Um, Tommy Pham could probably move play some first base for you as well. We could probably DH for you. I mean, anybody can DH. Um, but Tommy Pham's another. He's still sitting out there. Uh, I wouldn't be upset if they brought him in. Um, but like pitching wise, you know, there's not a whole lot that's super exciting. So like, I wouldn't be surprised they they sit. And wait, I would love to see Cueto. I just, I think that'd be fun. Um, bring in Johnny Cueto for give him a one year deal. Flip him at the deadline if he's successful and you know healthy. Um, but that would be cool. But other than that, not a whole lot going on there. Um, relievers. I think we'll see the Pirates pick up a few more um, relievers. Um, you know on maybe minor league deals. I'd be fine if they you know, brought back Rich Rod. I think Richard Rodriguez um, would be a good move. Um, you know, I think that would help solidify that bullpen a little bit. Uh, you know, right now they're thin. Um, it would also kind of give you some flexibility there to maybe if somebody's interested in Chris Stratton um, to make that trade. But honestly, I think at this point they're going to, you're going to sit on that until um, later in the season or the deadline. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of older guys out there. A lot of guys in their late thirties still hanging on, you know, Tony Watson, Tony Watson would be another one that I would be okay if they went out and got um, to bring him back. Um, but they don't necessarily they don't necessarily have to. If they're fine, they have enough pitching that you know it's it's not going to be the most attractive group of relievers. But it 
you know, they're going to have to move starters. Um, they have too much starting pitching depth coming up. The guys like Bo Salser saw him pitch out of the pen um, yesterday. You know, he, um, you know, he's a, he's an option. You know, I think, you know, guys like that, guys that have been starters but are getting passed up, um, you know, I think they could move over. We haven't seen Aaron Fletcher yet. You know, the guy they just, you know, picked up via waiver claim. We haven't seen Heath Hembry. So, um, you know, they've made some additions. Adonis Medina, um, you know, we don't know what they're going to bring to the table. But the, the pen, the pen could use another, I guess, quote-unquote quality arm. And I think Richard Rodriguez would really help tie this together. Um, you know, you got Bednar in the back end, Chris Stratton. Um, Richard Rodriguez, if you could get him in, um, Dwayne Underwood, he's going to make the club. Um, you know, if he can stay healthy, be consistent, um, he's not the worst arm, you know, out there. Maybe a Max Kranick gets moves to the pen. You know, Sam Howard was Sam Howard the other day, you know, looked rough and then got it together. Um, Need more consistency out of him, but I think Anthony Anthony uh, Bonda, I think he's gonna obviously make this team. Um, you know, there's there's guys here. None of them are super exciting. Um, you know, there's guys you know on the the minor league, um, on the non roster invite list um, that could be impact at some point. Austin Bryce, who they signed, Yuri um, De Los Santos, Cam Aldred. Uh, guys like that, I think we'll see at some point this season. I don't think they're um, there yet. But I still wouldn't be surprised if the Pirates brought in a, another another reliever, too. Um, I'd still like to see them bring in another catcher. Not been impressed. You know, again, with Michael Perez, like, we know who he is. Um, I don't think that that's something that we need to see more of. Taylor Davis isn't the same thing. I mean, I don't think he's really the guy. Um, so it's hard to tell what they'll do there. Um, I'd be looking for somebody that's in the need, uh, that's that needs a uh, middle infielder. Um, and then dealing like a, like a Hoy Park or somebody like that. Um, for a catcher or some kind, but um, we still got some spring training left. Um, still got some time to see how this roster uh, kind of comes falls into place. Um, it's got a lot of decisions to make, but you know, so far four games in, you know, guys who we would expect to perform are performing. Um, you know, and then you've got the you got the O'Neill Cruises that are putting on a show. Um, and that's what's, that's one of the things that's always really fun about spring training. When one of those guys, um, the, the future, the guys that you're, you're banking on to put you into, um, that next level of, you know, uh, if the big leagues where you're, you know, you're contending, um, he's, he's coming and there, there are more with them. Um, so, See what the rest of the the next uh, 
a week plus um, gives us. Um, but, you know, bare minimum, we have baseball back. And it's something to, it's something to watch. And it's, and it's baseball. So, uh, see what happens. So, that's the episode for today. I appreciate, you know, everybody that, that uh, decided to listen. Um, you know, like I said, there's, there's more time. Watch this, um, watch this roster kind of fall into everybody. All the pieces fall into place. Um, I think we'll, we'll see more movement. I think we'll see some, some different guys come in, um, that, you know, uh, aren't in the organization yet, whether it be trade or, um, free agency, waiver claim. Uh, there's a uh, parting note, watch the name. Um, watch for the name Ralph Garza Jr. It was just designated for an assignment by the Twins. Um, he's a guy I could see the Pirates, you know, picking up on the waiver claim. Um, he's going to be 28 next month. Um, he walks are a little high, but, you know, trip and part in triple A's with 25.9% of the guys that he's faced. Um, got a good sinker, four seamer. I've seen him before. He does like, um, weird arm angles, um, that kind of decept or deceptive. So I wouldn't be surprised. He's a guy I saw him, you know, DFA and was, was like, Oh, I know that name. Look up. Oh yeah. That I, I could see him end up with the pirates and maybe swapping him out, you know, for, um, you know, that like a, a Medina or somebody like that, you know, being DFA by the pirates. But anyway, um, I could be wrong, but I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up there. So, um, but yeah, you know, thanks for tuning in. Um, check me out on social media, um, on Twitter at Bucko Fever Pod, um, Facebook Bucko Fever Podcast, and of course BuckoFeverPodcast.com um, for blog posts when I get those up. So um, again, I appreciate the support. So appreciate um, you guys giving me a platform here, and you know, hope you're enjoying it. If you're listening and have listened, um, you must be. So I appreciate that. And, you know, as always, uh, have a good one.